It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Buff Nation! Let's go! Let's go, baby. Welcome into DMVR Buffs Primetime, presented by Illegal Pete's, everyone's go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. Welcome back, brother. Oh, my God. It's good to be back. Oh, man. It's good to have you back. Shout out to Unk for sending us that content. Uh, and shout out to him for just being awesome the last two weeks, man. He killed it on here. He's always awesome. Yep. He's always awesome. But yeah, I was uh, I was sweating that this chair wouldn't be here for me when I got <laughs> back. He was killing it so much. He laid claim to it. For I know. Sure. I, In I more ways that. than one. I, saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate uh, you know those of you out there who keep me in the loop on these things. <laughs> we got you, brother. Uh, man, it's great to be back. I, I'm so glad I got to come back to Colorado for a minute here before we leave. Like, I miss home so much. I literally got home last night at like. 11 30 mm-hmm. and just went out to my patio and just like sat out there and just <laughs> breathed in the colorado air i was trying to explain this if you're not from here you just can't can't understand it uh-huh. the air here yeah. is like drinking ice cold water when you're so thirsty yeah and when you go to other places the air is like drinking warm water that's been sitting in your car but you're still really thirsty yep and then you have to just drink the warm water <laughs> You just need that, that ice cold, refreshing Colorado air. Well, you're back, man. We're happy to have you back. Um, we're gonna talk about what Coach, a little bit about what Coach Prime said today at the uh, coaches show. Talk about what happened when he spoke on uh, Tuesday. That was now at this point. We're finally here, though. It's Thursday. We have a pregame show tomorrow, so let's make our 2023 season predictions. Woo! Yeah, tomorrow that? we'll focus a lot more on just TCU. Yeah, uh, in that game specifically. Today, our last chance to go broad mm-hmm. uh, before we dive all the way into the season and everything becomes about right here, right now. Last show before they play an actual game. Next time we're sitting in these chairs and we're live, yep, we'll have a game to have talked about. So crazy. So crazy. All right. Um, do we want to start off from the top here? Not with the, uh, the first one, but moving down with MVP? Sure, let's do it. All right. Team MVP... All positions, quarterback included? All positions are included, yep. All right. Do you want to lead us off? Because all positions are included, yep. quarterback is included. Yep. <laughs> this obviously comes down to two players, right? Yes. You're going to choose Shador Sanders or you're going to choose Travis Hunter. I will hear every argument as to why I am picking the wrong side of this, but I don't really think there is a wrong answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but give me Shador. Um, to me... The biggest addition to the Colorado Buffaloes in 20 years, not mm-hmm. named Dion Coach Prime Sanders. Uh, Shador, right there, number two. This is a quarterback sport. It all comes down to quarterback. And having the guy, the absolute 
guy mm-hmm. under center is going to make such a difference for Colorado this year. So Travis is going to make so many flashy plays, so many big plays, so many game-changing, game-winning plays. But to me, Shador is is the real captain of the ship, uh, and so I can't pick differently. I think I'm doing the same thing. Okay. I'm going Shador Sanders. Um, I love Travis. I think he's going to make some amazing plays and do some incredible things to put the nation on notice and build his name up anymore. Uh, I need to watch his show still, by the way. Still haven't been able to do that. Travis's? Yeah, it's been a busy week. I appreciate Bleacher Report for knowing how to promote content well because they've been putting out all the clips. Yes. Uh, So I've watched it via that. But yeah, I mean, um, it's been a busy, busy time. uh, So I haven't been able to watch it start to finish. Yeah. But Shador Sanders, man, one of the best quarter or projected to be one of the best quarterbacks this university's ever seen. Projected to honestly break multiple passing records this season. And just the takeaway from when we went to that scrimmage a few weeks ago, he's just, we don't see it much on well off and everything. He's going to use his legs. Oh, yeah. He's going to make some plays. He's going to have games where he's near 100 yards rushing, just taken off. That's going to be the big underrated aspect of his game, I think. Yeah. I mean, I know I've just beat this horse into the ground, <laughs> but it's another reason why you can't play man coverage against this team. Yep. Because you get everyone turning their back to Shador and he breaks the pocket, he's going to be able to hurt you. He's not going to kill you mm-hmm. that way. But he will hurt you that way. And there, w- there will be, I would bet, heavy on it. There'll be a third and four on Saturday where they try to press up and go man. And they get those you know, defensive backs running away from Shador. And he breaks out and, and makes a big play with his legs. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, all of that combines. To me, I cannot go away from him on MVP. Yep. Um, a couple I'm, of Dylan Edwards shouts. I, that dude, just shows you where we've come on I Dylan know. Edwards. It's crazy. Uh, he's going to have, I can't wait to watch him just do his thing. And when the play breaks down, he's great in the pocket. He really knows how to command the offense, but that's when he gets really dangerous, man. Let him get outside the pocket. You got Jimmy streaking, streaking, streaking across the field, like big plays waiting to happen. Yeah. I'm so interested to see how TCU tries to attack this team defensively. Mm -hmm. Um, if it's like last year, it's a lot of three down linemen, um, and one linebacker coming and I just don't know how effective that will be against him. I can't wait to talk about this game tomorrow, man. I know. I know. All right. Uh, offensive player of the year. Who are you going with? So this one, you don't go quarterback. Yep. Take your MVP out of it. Take your MVP out of it. And to me, it's again, oh, man, no, it's not down to two. There's so many options here. Do you want me to go first? Sure. I'm going to pick Travis Hunter. Okay, that's where I was leaning. I think that we said it when we watched the Celebration Bowl with all these people eight months ago. He is special as a wide receiver. He's going to play both ways for sure. But, man, he is just able to – he changes the game when he's out there lined up at wide receiver. He makes you cover them differently, and he can do it from all over the field. He can take a screen, he can catch a pass over the middle of the field, or he can just be a deep threat. He's going to be making plays. And, shit, did you see the well-off where he's throwing the football? Yeah. He's going to throw for touchdowns this year, dude. I know. I mean, he can do everything. <laughs> he can literally do everything. Um, he is so special. And because you went Travis, I'll go a different way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will go Dylan Edwards. Let's go. I think, Let's go. I think that Dylan Edwards is a type of player that I can't remember ever playing at CU. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had some great backs. Uh, you guys know I talk about them all the time. And everyone from Eric Bieniemy. Uh, to Chris Brown, to Speedy Stewart, you know, go 
go on and on and on. Philip Lindsay. I could go on forever. None of them had the pure speed that Dylan Edwards has. Mm -hmm. I think he is the fastest of anyone that you can think of uh, that has played running back for Colorado. And I remember watching his his high school tape and just thinking, ah, if he can figure out how to start inside and then go outside. Yep. He's going to be dangerous. And when I was saying that, I was thinking, like, this is a process that will take time. Right. He's doing it every day. Yeah, every day. <laughs> every day. He goes out there and he busts a run on, you know, inside zone out of shotgun mm-hmm. through that A gap and then beelines it to the sideline where no one can catch him. Yep. And he's gone. <laughs> he is going to score a lot of touchdowns. I think so, too, man. And I think he's going to, to score a lot of touchdowns from a long distance. So... That factor that he brings to the running game and the passing game, I think will actually give him the offensive MVP chance against Travis uh, and just force defenses to do things that they don't want to do. Can't wait, man. He's in for a big year, I think, as well. Defensive player of the year, who you got? I'll take Travis Hunter. Yeah? Yep. The more that I have thought this through, and we have gone back and forth in this almost every day of the offseason, yep. I think he's going to play more defense. Mm. I think he, he is going to play more defense. And I don't want to say this as a shot at the, the corners that we have, because I think there's a bunch of good ones. Yeah. But the drop-off from Travis Hunter to the next best corner is larger than the drop-off from Travis Hunter to the next best wide receiver. Yes. So because of that, I think from a need perspective, Travis is going to need to play a lot of defense. And I think they're going to learn eventually. But remember how early in this offseason I said a lot of times, something along the lines of, like, they're not going to throw at Travis? I have this sneaking suspicion that they don't respect Travis yet. No, they don't. They don't. And that is going to allow him to make some really big plays early in the season when the most hype and the most eyes are on Colorado, like I, I honestly don't think that TCU is game planning around Travis Hunter on defense. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm crazy for that, but I think they're going to give him chances and he is going to go make plays. Like, I just want to see them try to go over the top on him. I think they're going to try. It's going to be awesome. I really think they're going to try. Oh, man. You just talked for I don't know how long and I still couldn't make a decision. <laughs> I was buying you time. I know. I'm going to go with Jordan Dominic. Ooh, love that. Jordan Dominic has the potential to be really the best pass rusher CU's seen in quite a while. Last year, it was non-existent, completely non-existent. And he's just been on this steady, just uphill climb of getting better as a football player. Every year at Georgia Tech, he improved his stats. He had a career year last year at Arkansas. Now he's got all these guys around him. Uh, He's got other edge players on the other side who can also create havoc. He's going to have Bishop Thomas in there creating pass rush from the interior. They've got fast linebackers. I just think that he's going to be in one-on-one opportunities, and he's going to win many of them and get to the quarterback. How about Coach Prime in the press conference the other day just like nonchalantly saying he thinks there's multiple guys that could have double-digit sacks on this? Oh, yeah. Called Shane Cooks a pro and then called Coach Sal one of the best coaches in college football. Yeah. And if that if that happens, if you have multiple guys with double digit sacks, let me just tell you, this defense was dominant. Mm-hmm. Uh, assistant of the year. 
I like this one. This is a fun one. Do you want to go... Are we including coordinators? Because then it's probably got to come down to those two, right? We I could say do, no. We could do a co coordinator of the year. Okay. And then an assistant of the year. Okay. Because um, coordinator of the year is a fun race in itself. Sure. Yeah. Who you got? Oh, man. This is tough. <laughs> Give me Sean Lewis. Okay. I think that Sean Lewis will make this defense, this offense, incredibly difficult to defend. Um, and I just think he's going to be so smart about the types of plays that he calls for these guys. He's, he's no ego. Yep. His only goal is score touchdowns and keep this offense on schedule uh, and, of course, go fast. But I think that um, – CU fans are in for an absolute treat as it comes to understanding personnel and calling the game around that. Mm -hmm. Like, the, I saw some people the last couple of days talking about Colorado's offensive line, and they don't think they can hold up and this, that, and the other. And I just think if that's the case, Sean Lewis will find a way to scheme around it. Now, you can't fully scheme around a bad offensive line, but I don't think they're going to be bad. Right. I think if there's weaknesses... He'll be able to scheme around it, get the ball out fast, throw screens to Dylan Edwards, um, you know, get some of those early, uh, I don't know what you would call it, like an early development fade ball. Right. If you know you have man coverage on the outside, mm -hmm. you don't need to protect long to throw it down the field if you get man. So all of that stuff I just think will come together for us to say, wow, we were so blessed to have Sean Lewis calling the plays for this team. I'm going to go on the other side, and it's – look, Sean Lewis is a great coach. I think we can all agree he's going to be destined for great things in the future and be able to probably coach somewhere else very soon and lead that – a new program himself. But Charles Kelly's done this for a long, long time. He's coached up some of the best defensive backs in the NFL right now. Yep. He learned under Nick Saban for a few years. Yep. He – yesterday when we talked to Coach Hart – and he was talking about Juwan Mitchell, how he's been able to pick up the playbook, how impressive that's been. But he made a point to say, you know, this defensive playbook isn't easy. Like, this is a thick playbook. Yep. And we're doing a lot of different things. Just from talking to Neely and what he's been able to sit on in meetings and stuff, like, there's a lot of information on that defense. And I think that, especially these safeties are locked into him, but I think he's got the whole defense locked in. And they're going to play at a high level this year. Yeah, I really think that their ceiling... I think that their floor is pretty high. I think that their ceiling is determined by that cor cornerback two position. Mm -hmm. um, if Omari and Cooper... Yes. Okay. Damn, that <laughs> felt wrong. Uh, if Omari and Cooper uh, or Carter Stoudemire or, of course, Cormani comes along and, and elevates himself into that job, if whoever gets that position really holds it down, I think that this can be a easily a top-half defense in the pack. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, again, we'll be showering praise upon Charles Kelly. Look, last year it was all bad. But I think that the defense was it was one of the worst, if not the worst, in college football last year. Division one college football. I think there's terrible. more room for them to grow and impress people defensively than it is offensively. And offensively, you've got the names, too. I mean, you got Shador, of course. You have Sean Lewis. You have Travis, Jimmy Horn, all these guys we always talked about. Defense, I feel like, is the one that gets disrespected, particularly this defensive line, and that's what Neely's been hitting on recently is I think they're going to be able to cause some havoc. 
I have to laugh at Jonas's comment. Trevor Woods' growth is attributed to Coach Kelly exclusively. <laughs> I didn't think he would start. I just have to laugh because, well, Coach Kelly has been amazing for all the safeties. You were just underestimating Trevor Woods. Mm-hmm. Trevor's ready, man. Did you hear Coach? Did you watch Well Off yesterday? No. There's a, a part where a Coach is like on the cart. Bucky goes up to them and they're talking. And um, I can't remember. One of the long snappers comes up to him. I guess he took a hit, and Coach Prime's like talking to him, like, he's a great kid, man. He's going to be a mayor or governor one day. And he's telling Bucky, you know, you got to get Ben. You got to introduce the people to Ben. <laughs> and he goes, well, him and Woods are on camera first every single day. And yes. Coach Prime just goes, good. Yeah, and then drives awesome. away. That's awesome. <laughs> um, all right, assistant of the year then. With all that being said. Okay, assistant coach of the year. Man, so many good options. I know. Give me Coach Hart. Mm. Give me Coach Hart because his, um, I think that his room is perfect for him to be able to win this award. Um, you know how, like, in sports, coach of the year is rarely the coach of the best team? Yes. Because the coach doesn't get as much credit. Uh, Andy Reid isn't getting credit for what Patrick Mahomes is doing. Patrick Mahomes is getting that credit. Right. Um, and so usually it's a coach who took a team that was talented, but maybe not as heralded and brought them to a really high level. And I think that's what we're going to be saying about coach Hart at the end of this year is like, yes, we knew Des Moines had, uh, you know, a ton of potential. We knew Juju Mitchell had a ton of potential. We knew that Levante Bentley is, uh, a rock at that position. Um, Marvin Ham, you go on down the list, um, JB. Jawan Mitchell now. A lot of guys that we th we think could be something, mm -hmm. but none of them have yet fully showed it. Sure. And I think you're going to get a couple stars out of that group. Uh, and we're going to be saying, man, Coach Hart did a hell of a job. I love that. Uh, I see a lot of people saying Coach Sal, and I agree. And I think similar-wise, like... He's the guy that's kind of facing, I think, the not fire, but like there's more doubts about the trenches of, of this team than anywhere else. Um, that being said, though, I'm going to go with Tim Brewster because he has the opportunity to truly prove how great of a coach he is. Yeah, he does. Because he doesn't have scholarship talent, really. Like he's got a few guys on scholarship. Yep. He's turning a guy who was a wide receiver last year into their starting tight end. Like, if we get, and, well, first, one thing before I get into this. Coach Lewis has never had a tight end have more than 10 receptions in a season as a head coach at Kent State or calling an offense. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, that's not a hard, high bar to clear. No. Nope. But if Michael Harrison actually comes out and is one of the more impactful tight ends in the country, and just catching the ball, I mean. It doesn't even have to be the country. If he's a top seven tight end in the Pac-12. Yes. Uh, it means Coach Brew has done a hell of a job. And he can flip this entire narrative on its head that Coach Lewis's offense doesn't need tight ends and just show how good of a coach he is. I think it's... When you talk about assistant of the year, it's about what you did with the group you had and what you turned them into, of course. And yep. he's got the most like room for his room to grow. Jabriel said, I'm a Coach Hart fanboy. I don't <laughs> even take offense to that title. You missed him yesterday. I know. I was really sad about that. <laughs> He was great, man. Uh, Dark Horse of the Year. Really quick, just some honorable mentions. 
I really thought hard about going Nick Williams. Mm. Um, and I thought hard about Sal, too, and Coach Brew. The thing for me about Nick and Sal is I feel like they're going to share credit. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so I thought that would hurt them if there was an actual voting process that determined who was the assistant. Right. Here. The voting <laughs> process will be you, me, and Neely at the yes. end of the year. <laughs> um, dark Horse of the Year. Do you want to explain this a bit more? Is it player, coach? It's player, and it's just who do you think is going to become a guy that hasn't fully been talked about? And and we talk about everyone. Yeah. Um, I would say that we've covered the roster that, that the Colorado Buffaloes have probably better than any podcast in the country has covered the roster of their I team. I agree. And that's because every so everyone is new and exciting mm-hmm. in their own ways. Um, so you're, I'm not going to be able to say a guy that's not talked about, but this is a guy who is lower on the hype meter, who you say by the end of the year, everyone's going to love this guy. I'll let you go first. I'm going to go Savelle Smalls. Oh, see, that's a good one. He's We haven't talked about him really since he committed here, and I think that's perfect for him. He has to distance himself from Washington, whatever went wrong there. He has to distance himself from the five-star rating and just go out and ball, man. He's got probably the best coaches he's ever had. There's, I feel like there's no pressure on him right now. No, there's none. So he just gets to go out there and literally just do his thing, play football, and let the chips fall where they may, and I think that we'll see those flashes of a, one of the top defensive ends in the country. And you didn't mention this. There's not a lot of guys on this roster who are ace run stoppers. <laughs> That's the number one thing that he was great at uh, <laughs> at Washington. Yep. If he did one thing at a high level, it was stop the run. Um, and it's one of those things where no one cares about you stopping the run at that position, mm-hmm. even though it's highly, highly important. I used to say, you know, Von Miller is just as good at stopping the, the run as he is at stopping oh, the Oh, he pass. was fantastic. And, or at, at rushing the passer. And, yeah. you know, all you ever see at the end of the year is, well, how many sacks did he have? Savelle Smalls didn't have any, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he did a fantastic job stopping the run. They need that here. Yep. They're not a big, beefy defensive line. In fact, that might be the biggest difference between TCU and Colorado. TCU has hogs on that line defensively and they just think okay well we can just push around your offensive line and make stops um by just how big we are colorado has to do the opposite these have to be guys that are strong that can shed blocks yep and that is absolutely uh what savelle smalls can do in the running game so i wouldn't be surprised if you see him get a lot of first down playing time Mm. love it who do you got hmm so many options (laughs) i'm between two guys who were on the team last year Ooh, i think i know one okay and he just got his number changed anthony hankerson that is one the other one i almost feel like has gotten too much hype even though he was the anti-hype before and that's trevor woods Mm. the other one that i even thought about as a third guy was tank for sure but i just think his job is so hard that it's going to be hard for him to be heralded if he doesn't play next to perfect. If he plays great, it's like one of those things that the no one's going to catch on till two months after the yeah. season. And you look yeah, back for sure. So I will go. Even though I went with this same position group for my offensive player of the year, I will go Anthony Hankerson. Let's go. Um, he's slowly but surely come along late in the cycle here in terms of people liking him and respecting him. Um, a little bit of that has to do with injuries. Mm-hmm. 
But I, I mentioned this a lot. Go back and look at the running backs that Sean Lewis loved at Kent State, and he's like a perfect fit for that. Um, he's such a feisty runner. Yeah. That I think he's going to have a ton of fans by the end of this year in like a Javante Williams style. Of oh, just, yeah. He makes some highlight running people over, dragging people into the end zone type of stuff. Yeah, he's great. Taj Alston, the chat says, too. That's another good one. What's Hank's new number? Uh, single digit club. Number nine now. So, wait. How many guys were trying to get number nine? So, Jaquez is eight now. Okay. I like that for him. Uh, DMAC won so, the battle for defensive nine. Okay. Is there, I didn't catch I, any of this. Yeah, any other number updates for Yeah, me? I got you. Let me pull this up from yesterday. That's six players. Um... Wow, I tweet a lot. <laughs> we had in the comments, number 10 most slept on wide receiver this year. Not from us. I do think he is yeah. slept on from other places, but I didn't. I wouldn't have considered him dark horse of the year because he's literally wide receiver one, at least depending on where Travis is. Right. And he was wide receiver one last year for his other team. Yep. The last two years for his other team. All right. Jaquez is eight now. Hank is nine. Uh, Cameron Warchuk from 57 to 47. Victory Johnson is 57 now. Juju Mitchell is going to be 51, and then Isaiah Harge, the other blue jersey two-way player, 17. Nice. Good for him, man. Yep. Um, Hank and nine, that tells you all you need to know. Yep. Was there anyone else? who hadn't? Did anyone have nine on offense? I don't think so. Okay. Um, I don't think they updated this. Oh, they did update the roster. Yeah, no, he's the nine on offense. But I was curious, was it no one wearing that during the I don't the, think so. fall? Interesting. Doesn't come to mind. All He's right. going to look great just dragging people in number nine. <laughs> yeah, he is. Although I thought 20 looked good on him, too. 22. 22, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a good sign for Alton, though. I mean, not that he would. We expect him to lose his number, but he's going to play. Yeah, I know. They changed his number because number 22 is going to be on the field on Saturday. That's why they changed it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Snarfs and my guy John Denera. John Denera, <laughs> he's whipping up them sandwiches. Quality, quality, quality. Uh, they only buy the best ingredients over there at Snarfs. Um, they've got their signature bread recipe, and of course their own blend of hot Jardinera peppers. <laughs> he got it. I got it, man. Man, I love personal growth. I love character <laughs> development, man. Um, I leave for a couple of weeks. I come back. You're a new man. <laughs> Appreciate that, bro. Um, they make damn good sandwiches. Uh, perfect bread, cheese, meat ratios. Um, they've got three locations in Denver and Boulder. You can download the Snarfs app for online ordering and delivery. You can also join Snarf Rewards and receive a special welcome offer of $5 off an order of $10 or more. There's member-only offers, birthday gifts, and referral points. Give them a try for yourself at our Broncos tailgates this season, which I think, are we tailgating for the Monday night game, the first game? Oh, yeah. Let's go. See you guys next Monday. And then, That's not on Monday, is it? I thought they played Monday night. No, Sunday. Oh, Sunday night? Oh, yeah. there you go. Even better. Um, and then Fubo TV. College football is here, guys. Fubo TV is the best place to watch college football. They have the Pac-12 network, so uh, we'll see how many times we get victimized by the Pac-12 network this year. But if you get Fubo, you won't have to worry about it. They have 140-plus live channels of sports shows, movies, and news. You can stream live from any device, um, and you can start watching immediately with a free trial. Watch all your favorite college football and the NFL Fubo. Go to www.fubotv.com slash dmbr. 
to sign up and you can get 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. All right. Um, Real quick, did you yeah. talk about our tailgates yet? We did yesterday. You can let them know again, though. Hell yeah, man. Uh, I think we got one of the best possible places we could ever have done all tailgates the DNVR way. Yep. Um, we were, this was a struggle this offseason, guys. Um, as you guys saw, you know, for our spring game tailgate, we just went in one of the CU lots, which was fine, and it was cool to see everyone there. But we didn't really get to do it our way with music and all yep. that. Like, w there was a lot of other people on top of us. And huge shout out to Spencer, our, uh, our events coordinator, who locked down this parking lot for us to be able to host our tailgates. And it is going to be so much fun. We're going to be out there early. It starts at 730. Game kicks off at 10. Uh, come hang out, man. We're, we're a walking distance from Folsom Field. Oh, easily walking distance. You know, the only thing is it's a little uphill. Yep. But other than that, it's a very short walk. Can't wait to see you all there. It's going to be a blast, man. I've got so many friends coming in for that Nebraska game. I can't believe we're here. I know. It I doesn't know. feel real. It really doesn't. And they're, like I'm so excited to be in Fort Worth. I actually haven't. I've been so busy, dude. That I haven't even yeah. had time to like get excited for it. <laughs> um, now I'm I'm like there. Like last night, I solely had dreams about Colorado football. World traveler and world businessman, yeah. RK. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it it it's I can't believe it's here. But I, I was gonna say I'm so excited to be in Fort Worth. It hits so different once you walk into Folsom, though. Like I cannot wait for that for mm -hmm. next Saturday morning. Um, this Saturday, though, if you're not heading out to Texas, come down to the DMVR bar. We are having a watch party. I think this place is going to be pretty packed. It's going to be a lot different than last year's watch parties, brother. Yes, and uh, I had a couple of people reach out to me because we had conflicting reports in our Twitter copy. It said bar opens at 8 a.m. in the copy, 9 a.m. on the graphic that you see here. The graphic is correct. Yes. The bar opens at 9 a.m., uh, so get here early. Another thing that I'm just like keep getting texts about, like I know it's gonna pop when I have like my friends reaching out, mm -hmm. and the, T uh, the the Nebraska tailgate is one. The TCU game is the other one where I'm like, someone's like, hey, what time do you think I need to get there? I've got six people coming with me. I'm like, oh, it's gonna it's gonna be popping yep. in here. It's gonna be a long day. It's gonna be a lot of fun though. Um, I think that's it. Go to the DMVR or DMVRLocker.com. Check out the new merch. All right, some things I want to ask you about and some things I want to hit today, Coach how about Prime. That, how about that better the dead than red shirt? Oh, it's fire. It's so sick. Was that all you? How I'm, much of that was you, was you and how much of that was Eric? No, I, I don't get involved too much uh, on this stuff uh, in terms of the design. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's all Eric, dude. He's a genius. He yeah, he's need, amazing. He doesn't need much feedback. But I will say Colorado versus everybody, we went, we went, we went back and forth a lot. I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, should we tweak it like this? Should we tweak it like that? This one, he just showed it to me. And I was like, damn, that slaps. <laughs> so thoughtful to cross out the N. I know. Beautiful. The red's upside down with the X's for like eyes too. Yeah, it's so sick. So good. All right. Some things uh, I want to talk about. Earlier today, Coach Prime did the Colorado Coaches show with Mark Johnson. Uh, a lot of people were out there sounded like someone even hit me up saying they had a ticket for me <laughs> but i was like ah, we're not going to boulder today but thank i know you. i wonder if we should start we may planning around being there i know i love that restaurant i know um but he said today he wanted to command so much revenue for cu that we're going to add a baseball team that's the dream 
this dude, um, and I think he actually means that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. He knows how to play to our heartstrings so well. Um, sports fans in Colorado have wanted CU to have a baseball team forever. Uh, and it's never been able to happen. It's never been, I guess, um, financially didn't make financial sense for the university f forever. But I have often dreamed of what it would be like to spend a summer evening in Boulder under the flat irons watching baseball. Mm -hmm. So thank you for saying it, Coach Prime. And uh, God willing, it'll happen. I think this just shows how invested he is in Rick George and CU. Totally. I mean, he, he, I don't necessarily think he would be acting differently if he was sure. planning on leaving. I, I don't know. Um, but the way that he says things like that are like little breadcrumbs yeah. towards him saying, like, I'm here f for the long haul. Yeah. Um, invites have started going out for next weekend for recruits to come to the CU Nebraska game. We'll do a full recap next week, but I've already seen five guys posting the invitation saying they're coming. Could Coach Prime coach the baseball team? <laughs> He's got time in the summer, I guess. <laughs> Not really, but... Well, he doesn't have to bring in 60 transfers every year. That so. is true. That <laughs> is true. Maybe like a assistant coach. We spoke... Sick. We spoke to Coach on Tuesday, and uh, the big thing that came out of it was the FSU-HBCU thing. What'd you think? Not on accident. <laughs> no. Not on accident. Um, you know, we talk, we've talked about this before, about how Coach Prime really does see everything. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that um, Florida State fans quite realize the damage that they've done to their yep. relationship with the best player in their program's history mm -hmm. with the way that they talk about him. Um, and it's extremely disrespectful and, and so short-sighted and tone-deaf the way that Florida State fans talk about Coach Prime. And so I don't think it was any accident at all that he said that as kind of a message to them of, hey, I see the way you guys talk about me and I don't like it. And so... If you're gonna, if you're not gonna claim me, then I won't claim you either. Um, and it is, he is exponentially more valuable to him. He is actually exponentially more valuable to them than they are to him. Oh, for sure, easily. So, as I tweeted, the second that they have a coaching vacancy, they are gonna switch up entirely. I just don't mm -hmm. know if uh, if it's gonna be too little, too late. Right. Uh, this obviously made the rounds. Danny Cannell picked it up yesterday. Former FSU quarterback, former NFL quarterback. He's from uh, Fort Lauderdale that also. sucks ass. <laughs> he tweeted, wow. The lack of respect for the school that gave him his start is wild. The same school that retired his jersey. The same school that let him be prime. There is a way to handle this question, and this ain't it. Coach saw that too. Oh, yeah. Quote tweeted it. My man, ain't nobody let me be me. I was him and still is. Your jersey only get retired if you're a dog and one of the greatest ever and I was. Ain't nobody give me nothing. I took it and earned it. Stay out of grown folks business who have no idea what is what. The truth hurts, my man. I got time. <laughs> that was prime. That's prime. Yeah, that was prime. Oh, man. Danny Cannell sucks so much. So good. Sucks so much. Um, all of his takes are bad. And 
he's not a good college football analyst and he was out of his depth here and this is my memory of Danny Cannell the football player Jake oh lord uh, for the Broncos, five <laughs> games played, two games started, 0-2 as a quarterback, mm-hmm. 51% completions, <laughs> for 400 yards, two touchdowns, and five interceptions. Jeez, man. He was already off on the wrong foot with me. Uh, Aaron Andrews is in Boulder yesterday. Yeah. That's dope. Yes. She's a legend. Um, she she looked like she was genuinely impressed with what's going on, too. Not a surprise. Warren Sapp said the same thing yesterday. <laughs> and more. And Michael Irvin said it last week. I hope you guys watched the Warren Sapp uh, interview oh with God. the pregame show uh, because he was on one. <laughs> yeah. That dude needs to be in front of a camera more often. He is highly entertaining. He needs to follow Coach Prime's footsteps. Go get his degree because that guy's got to get on the field and coach kids. Yes, I would love. Kids would, would eat that stuff up, man. Remember, we originally thought he might be an option for defensive right. line coach. Yep. That dude's awesome. He is pretty awesome. Uh, I think this is all I got for now. Carmani McLean made another uh, freshman of the year list. The Sean Alexander Freshman of the Year Award watch list. Is uh, Carter Stoutmeyer on that list? I don't know. I didn't see uh, CU Buffs tweet out a graphic for him. They just He's did not. it for Cormani. They just, the amount of work that goes into these lists. Cormani should be on there because he oh, yeah. has a chance to make a huge impact. But Carter Stoutmeyer should be on that list too. Yep. Um, oh, I had one last thing. What was it? I can't remember. Sorry. SMH. Oh, Jawan Mitchell. What do you think about that? Oh, I mean, super exciting. We talked about this, I think, when I was on. Oh, did we? Okay. Uh, But to me, it's just a a great opportunity, probably his last, to go into a situation where he's going to have a lot of the right people on his side to get things straightened out uh, and do what he does best, which is just play ball. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I, I think that... CU is the perfect place uh, for guys like Juwan Mitchell to land. And obviously, Coach Prime is the front, the forefront of that. Um, but these guys are going to be taken care of here Yep, uh, from top to bottom. So what Coach Sartre said yesterday. He said, that's the unique thing about this coaching staff. We bring in those type of guys, and we're able to reach them. Yep. Um, and on this topic, a couple of people tweeted this at me. I think wanting me to, like, dunk on Nebraska for this, which I'm just not going to do. Um the yeah. Eric Gilbert situation. Oh, yeah. Man. It's just sad. It really is. That's just sad to me. Uh, I didn't get any sort of like joy no. uh, out of that happening for Nebraska. I just felt bad. Um, and then, you know, you heard Matt Rule talk about it. And um, credit to him, I thought he was pretty open about it and, mm-hmm. and led us to, you know, to understand that Eric Gilbert's been going through a lot. And right. Um, you just hate to see it. I hate to see it. So. Yep. Yeah, this is a young man we're talking about. It's bigger than football for them. Totally. That. Like, I hate Nebraska. I hate their fans. I want their team to lose. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to the individuals, I'm not going to, like, right. cheer against 18, 19, 20-year-old kids in um, life. Yes, of course. Cheer against them tonight, for sure. Oh, yeah. Let's pick some games, then. We're all Golden Gophers tonight, baby. Yes, sir. Um, real quick, though, shout out to our friends. The American Raptors at Infinity Park. That place is amazing. We had a live show out there two weeks ago. I don't know if you've ever been. Really impressive. To where? 
Infinity Park. Oh, yeah, that place is sick. Really impressive facility. I love that they threw the DNVR up on the jumbo. Oh, it was dope. Hell yeah. Super sick. (laughs) Uh, Shout out to our guy Colton Strickler in the DNVR Rugby Podcast. If you didn't get the ticket you wanted as an elite athlete, check out the opportunities at Infinity Park. Rugby just may be your next ride. Um, We're going to have watch parties for their matches this year. Jake, I I thought my first day back at studio would command some more likes. I don't know. Maybe I just thought people liked me more than that. What are we at? 279? Let's get these up to three. Well, 330 by the time I finish these ads. Okay. Smash that like button. Let's get to 400 by the end of the show for sure, though. Um, Anyways, the American Raptors have athletes from all type of backgrounds playing the game. So, again, check them out. And um, check out Infinity Park. They've got all sorts of stuff going on. Shout out to DraftKings Sportsbook as well. College football fans, are you ready for week one? We sure as hell are. DraftKings is hooking you up with a can't-miss offer to start the season. Um, You can bet just $5 on college football and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Life's more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DMVR. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on college football. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DMVR. The crown is yours. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. If you have a gambling problem, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. Bro, I have been on like such a sports betting drought recently. Not that I'm losing. I'm just not playing. Mm. I'm so like, I'm going to stack the account up tonight and just make so many bets on college football. We're back, baby. It's time. I cannot wait. Uh, We've got some great games tonight. We'll start off with the Nebraska game. Uh, they traveling to Minnesota. The Gophers are seven points favorites. This is VR friends at Circa Sportsbook. Over under set at 43. Nebraska plus 235 on the money line. Let's make some picks. Minnesota minus seven? Um, yes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I think that Minnesota is going to be able to run the ball and thus control the game. I think the seven is a good line. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see this as a blowout as much as I hoped. I hope it is. Uh, but I think the seven is a good line. I think Nebraska will hang in there. But I think in the end, the Minnesota's ability to run the ball will push them over the top. Um, this is Minnesota's first game in about, I don't know, 25 years without Tanner Morgan starting at quarterback. I was going to say, man, <laughs> if he's starting at quarterback, <laughs> no. there needs to be an investigation. <laughs> he's gone now. Um, Yep, give me the Gophers minus seven. Better dead than red, baby. Let's go, man. What else do we got today? I'm a little annoyed, though, that uh, Nebraska gets a couple extra days of prep. Yeah. Yeah, not ideal. But I'm glad I get to spend my Thursday night rooting against them. Well, I mean, they're probably going to lose, so better for us anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's true. I just, uh, is that at the same time as Florida and Utah? Yep. I think I'll that's actually, on Fox. I think I'll actually have uh, Minnesota, Nebraska on the big screen, and I'll put Florida and Utah down on the. Small We're back screen. to two screen season, baby. I know, dude. <laughs> on a Thursday. Oh, it's amazing. Um, how about this one? Soon to be new conference rival UCF hosting Kent State without Sean Lewis. Uh, this line is massive, thirty-six points. Do we take the Golden Flashes to cover? No. No? I weren't, no. I mean, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I, it's, it's too far down. I don't bet on spreads that big. Um, we'll see how good UCF is, man. They've really been recruiting well recently. 
Um, but the minus 36 is the line via Circa. Look Maybe at I would take um, Kent State first quarter mm-hmm. spread, which I assume is like 10. Uh, nine and a half, maybe? I don't know. Um, Let me see. I can pull it up. Oh, but my app just crashed. I Yeah, I don't like big spreads like that. When Anytime I want action on a, on a game with that big of a spread, I'll look at the first quarter line. Um, we don't really have anything else. ASU does play tonight as well. They do. Uh, Southern Utah is coming to town. ASU never plays anyone at the, at the beginning of the season. And they are now self-imposing a bowl ban, too. That sucks. Yep. Um, I hated that. I did not like seeing that. The The positive part, I guess, is, oh, nice. You can now browse college football by conference on DraftKings. Hell yeah. Um, the positive side of that is I think it'll make it really hard for them to be fighting throughout the whole season. Yep. Uh, so from a CU Games perspective, I think it makes that game just a tick easier. Um, but the other side of that is, like, these kids who are now seniors are being punished for the wrongdoings of a coaching staff that's not even there anymore i think that is completely and utterly out of touch yep. uh, to punish those kids for s- something that their coaches did yeah it's ridiculous they're also the uh athletic department that kept larry scott around and uh basically enabled him to destroy the conference yeah so and they also dragged their feet on the way out too wow. kent state oh wait sorry uh you can only go the total in the first quarter for some reason right now. But you can get Kent State plus 20 and a half in the first half, which I like. All right, there you go. Uh, the big one tonight, though, Florida coming into Salt Lake City to take on the Utes. No cam rising. The line is still set at Utah minus five. Over under is pretty low, though, at 43 and a half. Florida's plus 180 on the money line to win this game outright. They will be having a new quarterback as well because Anthony Richardson is on the Indianapolis Colts. Mm-hmm. Are we back in the pack? No. Do you have Florida outright? Yes. Wow. That um, would sweep that non-conference series. Yeah. If Cam Rising was playing, it would be different. Um, but obviously, you know, Anthony Richardson was awesome in the game last year. Mm-hmm. But I also think that what Utah does well was very much neutralized by sec size mm-hmm. players uh and so when you take away the the core of that team and then you take away their advantage that they have over smaller pack 12 teams uh i think it should be really hard for them to make the necessary plays to win the game i'm still gonna take utah i think okay i think that last year left a really bad taste in their mouth they should have won that game last year and I think that um, they're going to make it right this uh, this season. <sighs> if I had to pick a, a bet on the line, though, I'd probably still go Florida plus five. But I think Utah wins the football game. By uh, the way, a lot of people asking ahead. where the depth chart is. We talked about this yesterday. Uh, it doesn't really matter. But it's not coming. Yeah. I don't think. Brian said maybe today. I haven't gotten an email. So... The team's probably in route, if not close to taking off at this point in time. So, I just don't expect it. Uh, S- Steve Sarkeesian at Texas was asked about this today, and he said there will be a depth chart out before kickoff on Saturday. And at that point, it doesn't even matter. No, of course not. So especially for us. Right. We'll be at the tailgate at 7 a.m. Um, 
we're not going to be able to like uh, assess the depth chart. Yeah. It would be sick if it came out between now and the pregame show tomorrow. Uh, so we could talk about that a little bit mm-hmm. there. But just so you guys, in case you guys didn't hear, because I saw some people asking, we will be doing a pregame show tomorrow with Neely from Dallas slash Fort Worth. Yep. Um, so stay tuned for that. Timing TBD because there's a lot of cool things that we're trying to make happen that we're just not sure if we're going to be able to make happen yet. So we're yeah. uh, at the peril of that. Um, I'll tweet something out whenever we have an idea. Yep. So stay oh, tuned there. Go last ahead. thing. Sorry. No, you're good. Um, is someone asked, are we doing a meetup tomorrow night in Fort Worth? The answer is yes. Um, stay tuned. Love we it. will definitely talk about it tomorrow on the show and we will tweet it out. And everyone who is coming with us uh, on the trip, whether that is your tailgate attendee, you are a hotel or you're all three with the flight, um, you will get an email about where we're going to be. There you go. All righty. Uh, let's get to questions. Shout out to our friends at Shady Rays. I think 500 likes is in, is, uh, in the crosshairs. Yeah, crush that like button. Also, subscribe to the podcast, guys. If you are not able to make the YouTube live, we are in your pocket wherever you may be on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever your favorite podcasting service is. We'd appreciate your five-star review as well. But take on the thing with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead. For that hot Texas weather ahead, Shady Rays are going to be out. Uh, you can shop their entire collection here at the Park Meadows Mall or go online to ShadyRays.com. Use that code DMVR. And you'll get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. And try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. How is our girl spirit doing? Oh, man, I missed her. We may I have to bring her. her with us. That would be sick. I don't think that's going to happen, <laughs> but I, that would be sick. Shout out to Saturday Neon, the You're company. like, Alyssa, just put it in your carry-on. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Let's go. Uh, the company started by two friends and former college roommates at CU. They make officially licensed collegiate logo LED signs. They got CU. They got uh, plenty of other schools. Every sign shipped with everything you need to mount power and dim. They're also backed by a two-year warranty. Go to SaturdayNeon.com. Use that code DMVR. You'll get 10% off your order today. And free shipping on orders over 200 bucks. Did you see the custom one that they made for CU Golf? Oh, it's so good. So sick. Go check them out on socials at Saturday Neon um, so you can see the custom one. They also have a custom one for us here in the DMVR bar. They can make a custom one for you. Um, they made a custom one for Coach Prime. Yep. So you'll be in good company. Uh, speaking of social... We are so close to our off-season goal of reaching 15,000 followers on the Buffs account. DMVR underscore Buffs. DMVR underscore Buffs. Go throw us a follow on Twitter. Um, I might even do a little giveaway mm. uh, for following uh, that that account. So keep an eye out for that as well on Twitter. Um, I think I want to give away. I guess I'll just break the news here. I haven't done it yet. Um, but I want to I give away what I'm calling the hate pack. Ooh. You get... The better dead than red shirt and the crying Nebraska Let's kid go. shirt. Um, if you uh, if you follow DNVR buffs, you'll be <laughs> entered for the drawing for a hate pack. Sorry, just reading my mentions. Oh, <laughs> uh, good stuff, dude. Man. Can we get a? Uh, you know how they have the custom jerseys now? Yeah, it would be cool to to get like a couple players. But I want one that says Denera on the back. <laughs> <laughs> what number does John Denera sport? Oh, man. Is he number one? Is he that guy? It's like, yeah, because number one's like the shape of a sub sandwich. 
Uh, we'll see if we can make that happen. Right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. What's up, chat? Um, I saw someone comment. We should make a travel vlog. We'll oh, have we RG with us. Oh, that's that's why RG. Yes. Yeah, so you'll see some stuff for sure. Yeah, we're gonna take you behind the scenes, uh, on the plane with us. <laughs> yeah. I don't actually know. I gotta find out from Spencer upstairs how many people are actually on the plane with us. But we might have to just get rowdy tomorrow morning. <laughs> At DIA. I know I'm sitting in a middle seat, so there's a chance that I get two Buffs fans sitting right next to me. You're sitting in a middle seat, bro? I... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. It is what it is. I appreciate you, Alyssa. Wait, what airline are we flying? American. Mm, damn. Did you check in? No, I'm sure Allie did. <laughs> Hope so. Uh, all right, who's up? Uh, G Bad Real... Who's your favorite wide receiver to look forward to game one minus Travis? <sighs> Xavier Weaver. I'm going to go Tarvaris Dawson. Oh, wow. I think he's got a big play in him. That's sick. Uh, Jimmy Horn, of course. I've been excited for him since the day he set foot on campus. Yep. I just, Xavier Weaver is going to make big plays every game. Mm -hmm. You know, when I say big plays, I don't mean <laughs> long plays, I mean important plays. Next question. Uh, Willie, do we think Cormani plays this week 100%? Yes. I'm curious to see how he's used. Uh, like you said, the rewatch on uh, Sunday or on Saturday, no, probably on Sunday, mm -hmm. um, is going to be so revealing. I can't wait. I'm really looking forward to that, actually. Um, CJ. I don't. I can check right now. Think so. Uh, yeah, look that up, Jake. I know we have like a full itinerary of everyone who's coming at this point, so that might have meant that they they closed it down. Yeah. Um. I do know we don't have any tickets left for sure. We did. Ha we did have to like let the tailgate company know how many people were going to be there too. Um. So I'm not totally sure. Oh, we've got plenty left. We have got 22 tickets left. So. Link in the description. Yep. Uh, and you can still get your tickets to the tailgate on Saturday, which is going to be so sick. About 150 mm -hmm. buffs all getting ready together for the game. Can't wait, man. Um, Powers, do you got room at the tailgate to fit my truck for the Nebraska game? We'll be fine to see you. We coming. That's actually something we were trying to find out right now, uh, or the last couple of days, is if we're going to be able to like also – include a package that comes with a parking spot in the lot. Mm -hmm. So we'll uh, see what's up. Yeah, we'll let you know next week. Uh, Angela's back again. What's up, Angela? Are you ready for the press box going wild? How much media coming for TCU Nebraska game? Jake, you're going to have a lot of company in the box. Um, I don't know. I don't either. For, our, for TCU, I know a lot of us are going out. Obviously, DMVR is. I know Brian is. I know Adam is. Nikki's going to be there. I think that's kind of it from the local. I bet you'll get the local TV stations out oh, there for because sure. the Broncos don't play this weekend. Um, yeah, I know Romy's going to be there. There you go. So there'll be a lot of media. I mean, you'll get national media. It's going to be crazy. I think Nebraska yeah. is actually going to be crazier just because <laughs> we don't have the biggest press box ever I at know. CU. Yeah. Um, so I think they might have to get creative. 
with how they want to do that. We know that a bar stool is no longer coming. I know, crazy. That's the second time now that a bar stool <laughs> product, I don't know what you want to call it. Is um, Busting with the Boys a bar stool product? Yes. Is it? Okay. That's what I was going to say is like they were kind of whiny about not getting their <laughs> way and coach Prime then goes on Twitter and he's like, "Why didn't you guys just talk to me?" I know. Yeah. It's weird. We'll see them out there for sure this season. Oh, yeah, they'll be out there. I just found it to be odd that they yeah. were, like, complaining about that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Jared's asking, did you find any Buffs fans out there? <sighs> did you how, did you wear CU stuff every day? Not every day, but I wore a lot of CU stuff. Yeah. Um, I did not. I mean, Allie, her brother, and I. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, but I did not see any anyone in Buffs gear out in Ecuador. I saw about not yet five thousand messy Miami jerseys. Really? Already. Yes. Wow. It was crazy, dude. That black and pink, which looks pretty cool, um, was everywhere. Kids, mm -hmm. adults, grandmas, all rocking the, the messy amazing. Miami, which was just mind-boggling to me. Yeah, that's awesome. They had the like knockoffs of it at every store. <laughs> 7-Elevens and all that. Or Circle K's, sorry. Eric Crawford, who gets first touch on CU's first drive, pass or run? Uh, first touch is going to be Van Wells. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that the first touch goes to Jimmy Horn. Give it to Alton. Nice. Uh, thank you for the super chat. Uh, Brian... He says, Jake and RK, did you see the petition started for Tyler Brown to get a waiver for this year? It's currently at 415. If we can get everyone here to sign. Tag us on Twitter. For sure. Yeah, let us know. We can tweet that out. Um, Jimmy's asking about where's Tyler Brown's petition. There you go. Uh, we'll uh, help share it pretty, sh pretty soon. Jake and Bake with the, the old school prime avatar. Look at that. Nice. Omarion Cooper starting against TCU, or is it Cormani? I think it's Omarion for sure. What about Carter Stoutmeyer? I think it's Omarion. All right. All right. All right. I'll do respect to Carter, though. He's been balling out. For sure. Let's get to 450. Just 15 more. Crush that like. Sky, what happens if Prime has the same record as last year for Colorado? That's not going to happen. Not happening. And what? nothing would happen. Then, would, yeah. 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 Um, CJ with the super chat. Oh, we already did, oh, we already did this. Thanks for the super yeah, chat, though. Appreciate that. Anthony, any spots in Boulder having the game? Of course. Oh, yeah. Um, if I were to give a recommendation, I would probably say Dark Horse. Yeah. Um, but you'll be able to find the game anywhere. <laughs> I, have a, I have a story to tell you once we get off. Uh oh, okay. <laughs> Um, 406 goalie says thoughts on the TCO coach saying all the videos helping them tremendously in game planning. Someone else said that. Uh, one of the Hodge um, players, I can't remember which one, had his like press conference. Yeah, I saw that. But um, what Neely said yesterday, they're taking six minutes out of every 90-minute practice. If you think you can learn something from those six minutes, then more power to you. Well, I mean, with the lack of a depth chart, you can learn a little bit about who's playing. Sure. Um, so I, I, I don't think it's zero. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, the value that they can get from it. But I also think you could fall into some traps um, by thinking that you're getting like game film based off of that. Yeah. 
Uh, Brian with the super chat again says he tagged both of us. Thank you, man. We'll get it out. Sweet. We'll sign it too. Uh, Lamar. Oh, we forgot this. Thank you for the super chat. Oh my God, we almost forgot. Our season prediction for Colorado's record in the 2023 season. I have gone back and forth and back and forth and back and forth on this. Um, and really, for me, it's always been somewhere between five and seven wins. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say when all is said and done at the end of the season, Colorado's record will be seven and six. Because they will go six and six in the regular season and win the bowl game. You just stole my prediction. Oh, let's go. Yep. I'm glad I went first. Six and six. Give me, uh, you know, wins over Stanford, ASU. Give me a big upset. Give me a win over Nebraska. And then we're going bowling, baby, and we're going to win that. Bro, we haven't even talked about this. There are so many new receipts coming out of the woodwork this week. My receipt, my bookmarks tab is going <laughs> to like overflow. Same. I'm everyone's on notice. Can't wait, man. Uh, Roderick, what's up? Can we just roll up to Fort Worth Solo Dolo and hang out? Of course. Sure. I mean, we'll be tweeting out where we're going to be hanging out Friday. tomorrow night. Yep. Maybe after the game Saturday, too. Yep. Um, so, yeah, we'll have plenty of time to hang out. And then human being with the super chat. Appreciate that. FYI, tight end, TCU tight end, Draquarius Spivey. Do you remember talking about him last year? Such an epic name. <laughs> Denied um, NCAA eligibility. Wow. Wow. Man, I hate these eligibility denials. I know everyone's is different. I don't know his story, but it's, I don't know. It's tough. Was he, where was he, was he projected to play for them? I think he's at uh, Mississippi State. Oh, okay. I think. Interesting. Yeah, it says Mississippi State on his uh, ESPN profile. Weird. All right. Um, that does it for this show, guys. We're doing our DMVR draft pod after this. Me, Justin, Dre. We'll be talking buffs. We'll be talking Pac-12, but we'll be talking all of college football. So make sure you tune in. We'll be talking about Sean's dogs, I'm sure. <laughs> Everyone else's teams. Uh, that's going to be fun. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll let them know, I guess. We'll tweet it all out. Yep, yep. Well, stay tuned. Good to have you back, man. Great to be back, man. Great to be back. And uh, we come. We come, baby. Let's go Buffs. Let's go Buffs and Golden Gophers. Let's go. <laughs>